Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. We're recording, once again, live from the trailers. With an intro this week. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, you fucks. So, it's Complaints Giving, yeah. officially, on the Highly Suspicious Calendar. If you haven't ordered a Highly Suspicious Calendar yet, you are fucking mistaken. Did you get... You get promoted every holiday that we have. Also, we have a reminder for every single episode that comes out every single Thursday. Do you have something that you want to complain about? I haven't been on my usual hater shit recently. I I am so born for this type of episode because I'm just a natural born hater anyways. Yeah. And the less I have to disguise it, the easier this shit is for me. Let's start off with what you just talked about. I do not like the Andre 3000 flute album. Yeah. Is that a hot take? Maybe. Did you hear any of it? Do you have an opinion on it at all? I think I listened to like maybe five seconds of it and I was like, I wanted to give it a try. And then I started it and I was like, this is not the vibe right now. I could not do it. Can I tell you that I lasted a little longer than you did, but I had basically the same experience reaction of, of like not the vibe. I'm not really in the mood for this right now. Maybe the next time I'm meditating or some shit, I don't know. Some that's what, that's what it's for. That it's literally the type of music that you would play at like yoga a resort. <laughs> At like a, at a resort. resort location in the desert, it would be like, really and immersive. Here's my thing about instrumental albums. And people are afraid to say that this album is bad because yeah. it's Andre 3000 and obviously he's a goat and all, all these other things about him that are true. Yeah. Just because you like the person doesn't mean you like the album. Yeah. And calling something bad means that it's bad from your perspective, in your opinion. Mm-hmm. So when I say something's bad, I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm not saying that nobody likes this music. I'm not saying this music isn't for anyone yeah. at all. No, but... there's definitely somebody out there who this album's meant for yeah. and could someone, appreciate it. But... Someone heard that and Ashel projected to it. Mm-hmm. And I part of me understands that. But part of me finds the shit fucking boring. Because yeah. there's nothing going on except instruments. Yeah. And how do you make that interesting? Because you can make instrumental shit interesting. Have you ever heard uh, Jay Dilla's Donuts? Mm-hmm. You know what's so fucking good about it? Every song is so vibrant. Has so much personality to it. Say, you gotta Every make it really song dynamic is and, so different yeah. from the last which is something that you don't get out of a minimalistic flute album. Yeah, totally. There's just no... I mean, if I was studying and I was one of those people that can't listen to music while I study, uh, I've, I used to be that person, but I think now I'm just stupider. <laughs> taxes are stupid. Here's why taxes are controversial. I think there's good of taxes and bad of taxes. I think... I think that any sane person would tell you that there should be scaling for taxes based on how much money you have. 
because mm-hmm. it's not equitable. It doesn't make sense to tax someone who makes $20 a week taxing them the same way as you would someone who's a billionaire. Literally. So any sane person would say that. But also, I get the perspective of not wanting taxes because it's it's bullshit because you have no say in what they're used for. Well, and it's not like everybody uses every public good. Like, that's the big thing is like, yeah, road maintenance, police, ambulances, fire department, whatever. That makes sense. But if you don't have a kid, like, should you have to pay for the schools in your area that you're not getting any benefit from? Well, in a backwards way, you are getting benefit from because it's kids getting educated and growing up and then they're going to be your doctor one day or your firefighter one day or because that's a pretty roundabout way to look at it yeah you're investing in your future in a way but i definitely think as gay as that is to say out loud (laughs) i think that like or like property taxes and shit like that somebody was talking about like you know if i've if i'm retired like how should i be expected to pay property taxes and shit like if i've already paid off my mortgage as well then it's like but I'm, I still have to have a certain amount of money to live in this house. Yeah, literally. That's why all these uh, celebrities live in this big-ass party mansion, Playboy mansion at yeah. one point in time. But they have to move out of that shit because at a certain point, they're not bringing in that same type of bread. Yeah. And even if, like you said, you paid off the shit, you're paying a million dollars to Beverly Hills neighborhood right, property exactly. tax. And you do not have that type of jack if you're a washed up yeah, superstar. Sort of retired even, you know? It's fucked up, man. It's super expensive just to, like, exist, honestly. Like, just the fact that most people need cars and gas, it can just be like, it, a company's just like, what if we just, like, crank this up because the holidays are coming up and everybody's gonna be driving? Well, it, there was this YouTube channel that I found, and they explain it better than I can, but it's the YouTube channel is not just bikes. And so they talk about a lot of like uh, public transportation stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. But basically, he was explaining that the way cities are designed, they constantly take on more debt yeah. than, than they can pay off. So the only way to pay off their debt is to just keep perpetually expanding. Yeah, which so takes there's out more property more and more things to tax. But those provide you income for a while. But then what we're seeing now is they're all all the roads are breaking down. Yeah, and they don't have the money to pay for that. And, and the reason why cities don't have the money to pay for that, the government subsidizes new roads. The federal government mm-hmm. subsidizes new loans, lets them, uh, lets them take out loans for these roads at practically nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, mutual, mutual bond is the municipality bond. That's what it is. It that's that's the shit that they get from the federal government, but they do not get that shit when they're repairing roads. So literally, the way the system designed. Is is for these banks to just perpetually 
own the politicians more and more over time. Totally. And the government and I think our the people. fact that the government can have debt is just a weird thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That shows that the banks are more powerful than the government in a way. Yeah. Which is something they usually try to pretend isn't the case. You remember that one meme where it's like the total debt about the total debt in the world being more than the amount of money in the world. Yeah. And they're like, who the fuck we owe money to? The aliens? The Literally. The oh my god. It's just, it doesn't make sense. In, like, what world... Who Who is it even to, really? And it's weird, because, like, countries have debt to other countries. And shit like that. We yeah. have debt to China. I think that's where the real uh, government's hate for China comes from. Is the fact that we somehow have fucking us. debt to them. Yeah. They own us. They own everything that's in this room. Lightweight. Because what does a, a debt collector do when <laughs> when you can't pay their shit anymore? They get the repo men on your ass and they come into your crib and they just take the shit. Literally. Now, why China can't do that is because if we weren't such an importing country, they wouldn't be as powerful. They rely on... Americans to just constantly be buying all their bullshit that they sell us. Well, and it's it's weird because it's like all the companies based here at one point in time made shit here decided we got cheaper labor elsewhere. Yeah. The Chinese will do taxes. this for nothing. Yeah, the Chinese will do this for nothing. Why would we do it here? And so in that way, American businesses have fucked us all literally. by doing that. Literally. Which we just had no say on. Yeah. And everyone gave... And nobody in the government was like, this might be a bad idea. Nobody stopped them. They were just like, yeah, sure. I've been watching The 100 recently. And it's so... It's such a strange show in the way that it's just excellent sci-fi, like, gumbo. You know, like there's a little bit of everything. Yeah, they're just throwing elements in there, and it's like, well, I didn't realize that this would be a story about how AI is infecting us in a post-apocalyptic world. But I mean, cool, cool, whatever, just make it work. But there's this uh, guy who comes to camp, who used to be there, and he's trying to bring everybody to this city of light. That's what he's talking about. And and the the leaders in that show they're worried about fighting the native like mutant ground yeah wildlife. people yeah so he's like if you just stay out of my way then we're just gonna be good I'm not gonna I'm not gonna punish you for being a religious zealot or whatever then everyone gets the fucking AI in them Fuck. and that ended up being the big threat and yeah. it's like. It's like the government, because they're, like, so focused on all this bullshit that does not matter. Yeah, on, like, uh, oh, I saw a homeless person. Oh, no. Yeah. Instead, it's like, okay, but what about corruption? Yeah, what about what about the shit that, that you know that is going on? That homeless person to be there, huh? What about that? Our government's stupid. Speaking of which, I don't know if you saw this around, but this is our mayor's growing Louisville plan. Guess the current population of Louisville right now. It is uh, 700-something thousand, right? It's a little less than that. I, I think we're 600 less... 600-something thousand. Definitely 600-something. I think we're on the Do you cusp. actually know? 
I, I looked at it very recently. Okay. But he wants a million residents by 2038. Where are they coming from, Mayor Greenberg? Immigrants, or, new businesses to bring people, you know, into the area. So transplants, as one might say. And also, like, probably building more schools and doing shit to probably encourage people to have kids. Yeah. Uh, such as universal pre-K, which is part of his plan, which would, I, I would say, probably incentivize people to be like, it's easier to have a kid when I know I have universal pre-K at my mm-hmm. availability. Uh, he wants a multi-million dollar Belvedere renovation, which is like the waterfront yeah. that's right next to the museums and shit. Yeah. Um... By the Performing Arts Center and yeah. the Muhammad Ali Museum and all that shit. And he wants a pedestrian bridge in Portland connecting them to, like, New Albany. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing at that, too. Because all the comments were like, no fucking way I would be caught dead walking so... on the fucking <laughs> pedestrian bridge in Portland. Like, hell nah. So, for my non-Louisvillians who are listening, uh, I'm going to try to explain this in a way that if a Portlander <laughs> hears this, they won't want to chop off my head. But, basically, Portland's uh, the white hood it's, it's, in town. It's, it's white trash. It's very... It's, it's there's scary. There's a good amount of businesses. White yeah, people it's, there. It's, you know... My mom looked at a house there and we were like, not living here because there's a conservative flag flying right next door. <laughs> so, so basically the plan is to make a walking bridge from this fucked up part of town to the New Albany, yeah. little nice Indiana town right yeah. across the river. Do the New Albany people have a say in this? They don't deserve that, honestly. They're they like, don't deserve they're like people just pulling up. They're like, just... Greenberg is like, you are a leech on what is Louisville anyways, that you Facts. bastardized the word and invented a new word, Kentucky Kentuckiana. Anna. You people, no. you people are the growth on my ass. <laughs> so be lucky that you're getting our Portland citizens for, for tourism. That would be so whack. That's so wild. Okay, keep going. A hundred million dollar redesign on downtown streets. So there is this sort of idea that one-way streets encourage speeding. Fuck yeah, it does. I like it. Exactly. It's efficient. (laughs) It's a grid system. It's efficient. It works. Don't fuck up what already works. So so what's he suggesting? I don't know what... Less but it will cost a hundred million dollars. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Means more lights, more roads. Maybe some alleys get turned into like proper roads. I don't know. Stupid. Next and then one. A WNBA team. <laughs> like like no mayor before him has ever said this would be a great thing for our city. So, here's the thing. There's just no fucking way. Say that we should have a WNBA team is totally just 
a attempt at looking cool to the people in our city who are crazy about the women's Louisville team basketball. Because a lot of the progressive, his progressive audience loves that shit. So this Literally. Is, that's clearly pandering to his audience without actually being... I mean, first of all, what's the plan? Are you, are you calling up the WNBA and saying, let's expand in Louisville? He's a wealthy dude. They would just be saying Louisville. But but why would we get a WNBA team before an NBA team? Wouldn't an NBA team indicatively, indicatively be more money for it's a our great city? question. And I'm not saying, you know, women first or whatever. No, it's but more just so from a why business build a sense. whole stadium for women's NBA? Yeah. yeah, for what reason? I don't understand. You know what I think we should do, though? I think if we just... We should just use the Yum Center for everything. It is such a waste of space that... Five I'm sure. five days out of the week, it's just. I'm vacant. sure that that would probably be the the suggestion. That would make sense. That would make sense. But, but it wouldn't make a NBA WNBA team makes it. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else we need to unpack there? What was the the earlier ones? Uh, so we started with one million residents by 2038. How many years is that from now? Uh uh uh, fifteen. So how many residents is that? So that's like 100,000 per year. Yeah. A little over. That's Where are of... these people coming from, yeah. Jeff? Universal Pre-K is good. That's probably the only one that I can agree with. Okay, listen. Does any Louisville person genuinely want this to be a bigger, more populated no. city? Literally or am no. I, or is the only reason I'm here because it's not... You know, See, I was about to say, out what's like a normalized ass Cincinnati population increase per year? Yeah, like maybe three percent, if that. Maybe less. Yeah, give me an average population increase per year okay, at our current so rate. I I was looking through that too. It's insane. That's just it's such an unrealistic goal. So the, the current so the most recent global. number is six twenty eight, which is from 2021, which is just lazy on Google's part. They, yeah. they don't have the... I mean, Most come on, Google! What are you good for? So, but before that, in 2020, it was actually 4,000 more oh, people. That's crazy. And then, uh, from 2019 to 2020, it went up uh, like 14,000, which is a lot. So we but, have a little. That's but yeah. So it's that's not uh, not the one hundred thousand. That's an ambitious that goal, because that's basically saying like the population doesn't decrease for the next fifteen years at all. How much do you think the population changed from twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen? I could not begin to guess. It it went down four hundred people, and that's it. So from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, it's a fourteen thousand difference, and from eighteen to nineteen, it's. I mean, I guess people are just cycling in and out. I guess, but that's still just 
It's weird. I don't know. And I would agree. That was kind of my first thought is what Louisville citizen wants this to be a bigger city? And what does that actually help? What is that? How does that help our situation at all? Literally. Oh, are we still getting fucking... uh... Dude, perfect world. Oh my God, thank you. Are we? I don't think so. Was it ever set in stone that they were coming here? It's weird because they have. Oh my god, they, we were on the list and they they chose San Antonio or no, not even San Antonio, Frisco, Texas. That's great. Damn, that's a nobody asked Bergen, Texas. Kentucky's lacking. Yeah, that was that was our mayor trying to lure them here. See, we're hip. We have a WNBA team now. You, now dude, don't perfect you, world. Now you don't you feel bad, dude? Perfect world. Look at us with our two pedestrian bridges. <laughs> a WNBA team. No <laughs> one way streets. <laughs> That'll show them. And a million people. <laughs> I mean, fuck. We're doomed, right? Oh, that guy's such a chode. I didn't like the last one either. Yeah, me either. I told you my story about him. Yeah, I want a cool mayor. You know, I'll TV shows it. always... Please. <laughs> TV shows always have cool mayors, you know? They're always, okay. like, either slightly corrupt, but, like, dumb enough that it's not, you know, really sinister. Or they're, like, chill, you know, barely even working. Can you, basically retired. Can you imagine... If I had hair like this and I was mayor and and I just went up to the podium and I was like, yo, 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 we in the trap house. Okay, so this, this song that I'm about to play, I don't even know why I'm just so fixated on this song right now. Oh, Lord. But it's just so good. And it's also one of those songs where I have to play the music video with it. Fair enough. So if you're at home, usually I recommend people to listen to the shit. But you need to watch the video for this to really understand what we'd be talking about. Because we're going to talk about this video as much as we're going to talk about the actual stuff. I was not expecting a British rapper to pull up on this fucking song. That shit just caught me so off guard. So who the fuck is that? What did we just watch? Before I even say what that was, I I have to make you guess when this song came out. Because... 2010. 2010, that's your guess? It's my guess. This song came out like a week ago. You're shitting me. <laughs> this shit just came out. 
So, there's no... They, they time traveled. That shit's from... So, that video is just the most awesome, like, 2000s... Just uh, the, the MS Paint type transitions and shit yeah, happening all over, yeah, the, bro. The, sh- the animations on the screen. And I also think, you know, the whole thing of, uh, like, the paper airplane traveling the world, I feel like that's a 2010 ass concept for a music video. Because there's no thought behind music videos. It's really anymore. the dances it's, and shit, too. It's fucking bitches shaking ass on a boat. <laughs> that's what a music video is now. Facts. Oh my god. I'm not saying that's necessarily bad, but I'm just saying. Yeah, there, there used to be a lot of thought to music That's videos. why it's indicative of 2010, because that's that era where it would be uh, a music video of shit that had nothing to fucking do with the Literally. music at all. Just cool visuals. So that was Nice to Meet You by Pink Panther S featuring Central C. So I thought I actually thought about pausing the video halfway through before the Central C part. Oh really? And then asking you what time period you thought it was. Because I thought that that part did seem more, more modern with the totally. video too. No, and, totally, totally. Like uh, I said, that that part caught me off guard, but, like, I'm not well-versed in the history of British hip-hop, so I know that, like, that shit, you know, could have been out before I thought that was more of a trend. Yeah. You know? Right. Right, yeah, for sure. And for it to be, like, a, you know, mashup, that's pretty 2000s, mm-hmm. too, to be like, what if we just, like through this person from a totally different yeah. genre what on the if, track. What if we put Eminem with John Lennon? Literally. Literally. But another thing that could have tipped you off if you heard it, the 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 pr- producer tag is like, and this beat from Cash, not from YouTube. So Pink Pantheress is someone who's very hot and upcoming. She had a song with Ice Spice earlier this year, mm. and I think this is one of those situations where I'm early, yeah, a little bit on her because I think this this whole album is like a week from hitting TikTok and just getting played the fuck. I out. could agree that song would do so well on TikTok. So. When I say... I mean, her first shit's from 2021. Mm-hmm. That's wild. And that I almost think of that as, like, demos shit. I mean, that's kind of what it looks like. There are a bunch... It's a bunch of singles and stuff. Yeah. There's not a whole, whole album built up. So, I think it's interesting that I don't know where she's from, but she she's gotten uh, feature artists... Like, the features on the album are kind of wild because it's Ice Spice and it's Rima, who's, uh, you know who Rima is, right? I think so. He's like a African melodic type rapper. And Central C, who's a British guy. And she also has Kalila on there, who's a really awesome contemporary R&B artist. I think from the States, but I'm not sure. But she 
her album title is Heaven Knows, and it's like a pit. It looks like uh, a picture you would see at someone's funeral where it, there's like the dove and stuff like that. And so she talks about death a lot on this album over these super poppy melodies and these hip hoppy instrumentals. Uh, you probably didn't hear it that well because I don't know what's wrong with my JBL, but it just didn't get very loud for some reason. But it it has a bass like like a rap song. It has kind of the punchy drums like a rap song has. Yeah. She reminds me of like Post Malone, as weird as that is to fucking say. Interesting. Because Post Malone did kind of the same thing where he was not rapping. Pink Panther S is not rapping here. Yeah. And it's kind of using a rap type of instrumental and it also has a rap feature. And that's something that Post Malone would do a lot to make it seem more like a rap song. You would get 21 Savage on it. And it would be like, okay, this isn't that different. But she's talking about uh, the choruses. I pray that I'll die before my baby. And that's such a morbid yeah. uh, thing that's often attached to romance, which is like... Yeah, I the, couldn't live without you. Yeah. I'd rather die first. Yeah. Yeah, which is... If I you mean, think about it, that's a common conversa- real couple perspective, though. Like, that's really a thing that yeah. you kind of think about, though. And in the same way as this song, it's morbid as fuck, but it's also... You know, in a poppy ass sounding song, yeah. that makes it sound very positive. Yeah. In the same way it's used in real life, where it's like, you know, I never want to live without you. That's what you're fucking saying. Mm-hmm. And it sounds sweet, but you're also talking about death at the same time. I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot. You're all good. Do you have any opinion on that? Just first I thought it was listen. really interesting, honestly. It's crazy because, like, I'm just now starting to listen to a little bit of, like, British hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I like that part of the song. I get, like, almost K-pop, Japanese pop-type vibes from the, like, high-energy way that she's, like, yeah. singing. Mm-hmm. Just that slight bit yeah. of auto-tune, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I can see that. The the style she's singing, too. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very rhythmic and melodic. Which and is you a know, K-pop thing. pretty repetitive too. I I wonder if she gets inspiration from that. Now that you say that, she probably does. I, I'm sure. I don't even know where she's from either. So, so I think a lot of singers end up being British, and they just don't sing with a British accent, which is the strangest I, thing. I could agree. Well, it's the same thing where it's like there are some things out there where it'll like recommend. Singing in a British accent, yeah. if if you're American, I haven't gotten too much into British rap. I'd like to get into it more because I feel like it's just a yeah, untapped. Uh, I I hear a lot of people yeah. say amazing. I've stuff heard about good it. stuff too. Yeah, like, so I know it's out there, and it's sort of like how in my mind it's like you know you got your your West Coast, East Coast, Midwest. Yeah, it's you know yeah. Atlanta based. Uh-huh. You know more R and B. Different rap. parts. Yeah, of, it's just it's all part music. of the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I view it the same way. But 
so a lot of the exposure I get is off of stuff like this where it's British artists featuring on other shit that I come across yeah. as opposed to me actively seeking them out. Uh, Skepta with ASAP Rocky is a good example. Uh, I think another artist who's kind of similar to Pink Panther S, it just makes me think of it in this song, is FK Twigs. She is uh, British. Pink Panther S is. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. It's it's so hard to tell when singers are British though. Is that just me? Or... No, because she's they're exposed to American culture and uh-huh. like the American accent all the time. Yeah, it's way easier for them to do a convincing American accent than it is for you know most Americans to do anything other than their regular speaking voice. Yeah, I'm bad with accents. You know, it's just, they're exposed to it more. For sure. And also singing-wise, like, it's probably more marketable even to not Sound, have an accent yeah, for when sure. you're singing. Damn, I didn't think about that. But you're probably right. But Central C on this was flowing. Uh, I woke up to my shorty crying. I said, nah, I'm not being unfaithful, baby. And somehow she still caught me lying. And then and then he says, uh, long story short, we don't talk no more. And now she on TikTok doing story time. Which I think is pretty funny. That That's just modern day world where... If, if someone's scorned by you, they're just gonna go to the internet with that shit. Like, people actually fucking care. Yeah. I guess some people are drama fiends and feed off of that. Some people are, for sure. But I can't force myself to care about some public gossip My shit. big thing is, like, I don't even get how people are obsessed with celebrities. Yeah. You know, like, even though yeah. there are famous people that so I like. So and so broke up. I don't give a fuck about their personal life. I give a fuck about what my they, life, my life know, is ruined. What music they give me, what media they give yeah. me. If they're a cool person, that's great. If they're a piece of shit, you know, that sucks. But if they're, you know, in some drama, I'm not even going to know about it. Yeah. You know? Good... I could not watch reality TV. That shit hurts. Yeah. Because that's like straight up idolization, you know? You're like, oh, Snooki, you're so famous for being a piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like that's a dated ass reference. Now. It is, but, you know. That's not even really a, a, a reality show like that anymore, I don't think. I think I think a lot of people. Now it's like, like, like keeping up with the Kardashians. Love hip hop and shit like that. Yeah. Down terrible. Down fucking terrible. I like fake drama. I like drama in a TV show. Yeah. That's different, though. Because you're telling that story in an interesting way. As opposed to hearing it from a news outlet and that being all there fucking is. Okay, they broke up. Who cares? Facts. Nah. What's all else you hate, Preston? Uh... Unfair labor practices. Um, I I do need to bring this up actually, and I meant to bring this up earlier. The Sunner Goss. Back on our yeah, Sunner Goss. Back on our hater shit. Um, we boycotting Sunner Goss coffee out here because they've had a union formed from the employees for 
like over a year now, mm-hmm. and they've refused to negotiate with them for an entire year. Basically, yeah. They've also refused to get lawyers to represent them and said some outlandish shit in there by basically being like, "I don't think this is a real job, and I don't think you should get paid like it's a real job." Basically, which is wild. Um, and so now, like, it's to the point where people over there are ready to strike. So right now they're at the point of saying, like, don't support this business because they're not really having a discussion about our union contract. And if they don't change their act, it might come down to a strike, which would be crazy. So that'd be a big deal. So we're boycotting them now. Yeah. But it'll lead to a strike. It might lead to a strike if, yeah. Negotiate. When's the deadline? Because if you, it's been a fucking year, it's like you got to put a hard. This line just on happened, it. so it it might be like sort of seeing w- how long it takes for the company to be like our pockets are hurting enough that we'll show you a little respect. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. that's basically what the end result is. Is make if they don't give a fuck, make them give a fuck. Kind of tangentially related. But still, the spirit of what we're talking about. There was this old guy that uh, I had to work with, and he once said something about uh, talking about like service workers, and he said something like, "You know, I went to college, so so I don't have to do that job or something like that, like just." People that look down on shit like that, yeah. it's like, well, who's going to do it then? Are you no, going I saw, to pour your own coffee? I saw something recently. Exactly. No, you should. You can. You, don't fucking, you damn well can. Yeah. Um, same thing with food. Same thing with... Uh, no, my anything. favorite point that I saw recently was talking about like uh, fast food workers and like fast food unionizing and like striking and wanting the fight for 15 but now it's kind of the fight for 20 because that's the real you know hourly pay that makes it affordable to live in most places in this country and somebody was you know shitting on that because they're like you know i'm a construction worker i you know i put my life at risk at work why should a fast food employee make the same amount as me and it's like well Hey, maybe you should make yeah, more. Facts. Maybe you're also being exploited. Yeah. But also, why does somebody have to be doing worse than you for you to feel good about your job? Right. You know? Like, if so, if if that was the case, if you are a construction worker, you make $20 an hour, and the fast food workers start making $20 an hour, are you just going to, you know... Be like, well, I can't be making the same amount as a fast food worker. I guess I got to go get another job. Here's here's. Is it offensive to you? You know. Here's my hot take. I think people should talk about their wages more. Oh, absolutely. Because I think a lot of times people get fucked over, and they don't even know it. In most salary positions, that is the case. They don't have conversation with people because it's rude. Because it's taboo. Whatever. It's not even rude. I don't even think. I think. Asking somebody how much they they make could come across as rude, and somebody could take offense to that. But I think saying you know, just it's kind of like a class consciousness sort of thing to say, 
we all work for the company. We're not the company collectively. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We work for the company. We should be open about how much we make so that the new people and the old people know how much. Because basically what will happen is like starting pay will be something, you know, 10 years ago. Somebody will be with the company that long and then there's new people getting hired on at a higher rate. That's what I was just about to say. Uh, this one guy I knew had another job. I'm saying that for legal purposes. Totally. But this one guy was there for a few years and he found out that this other guy who just got hired on was making more money than him. Yeah. Because he was getting uh, 60 to start off with and the other dude got 55 yeah, exactly. And he literally went to management, and he was like, bro, I you know have to be? train these people, and they're fucking making more money than me. That's ridiculous. I would ridiculous. say it's probably even likely that that's one of those situations where it's like, you the starting rate was lower back when they got hired. They get their yearly pay increase, but then they keep it real hush-hush that the starting pay rate is increasing. Yeah. And then... That's how situations like that sort of happen. Because they'll also have, like, pay caps in place. Yeah. So you can only get so many raises. Before you get maxed out. Yeah. That's the point. You gotta get a different job. You're like, okay. Yeah, literally. I can grow no more here. Right. Literally. Well, and I think companies have a benefit of a turnover rate. Because then they're not, you know, fulfilling people's pensions and... Stuff like that because well if you they don't, don't stay, fulfill pensions but, anyways. You know if you don't stay there, like you're not getting as much out of the company long term. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By creating an environment where people are actually leaving pretty consistently, companies definitely get something out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they have your farewell party, but they don't you know pay you overtime. Yeah. Or some shit like that. The fact that there are bosses out there just like saying straight up work more and I'm not going to pay you overtime. Wild. It is wild. I have a friend that just had that happen basically. It's insane out here. Bosses just think they can do whatever they want. This was something that I was talking about with Xavion just earlier. But the way that workers are just completely squeezed for every oh, yeah. dime that they can make and you just have no free time and everybody just has to live with that because that's just the way it is. No, I exactly. don't understand why people don't want to do shit on their own because if you work for yourself, I genuinely you do, do think not that have to work that's any probably the certain best way to live in this country because yeah. this country is trying to encourage people to do that basically. Uh, but if you aren't you know, a capitalist in a capitalist society, you have no capital, so you don't benefit from the economic system in place. The only thing you can do is sell yourself, basically, and your time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's the only thing that you have that is of value to mm-hmm. corporations. It's the only thing of value, period, yeah. is time. Genuinely. Time with loved ones, time spending things that you like to do, time for vacation. You notice how that's something that every, you know, indoctrinated worker says, 
well, I get two weeks of time off for vacation. Yeah. So I'm so blessed that I get two weeks a year that I'm able to actually have fun yeah. and do anything. No, that's what I like about, like, a part-time position like I work because it is kind of flexible. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of just be like, all right, I'm good on my money right now. I'm going to just plan to take time off now instead of – because, like, in structured corporate jobs, it's really like, no, this is when you can actually use that yeah. time too, yep. you know, which mm-hmm. is kind of fucked. Like, if they're going to give it to you, you should be able to spend that however. Like, if you want to do a week at this point in the year and this point yeah. in the year instead well, of just like – well, I wanted to stay at this hotel, but they don't have an opening for the one week that I'm exactly. allowed to take off. Exactly. So, I guess I'll go fuck myself. I guess I'll... I guess be, I actually don't get to go on vacation. I guess I'll go to plan B. Staycation. Uh, have you ever had a successful staycation? Yeah, I'd say so. What do you do? Uh... Because you always talked about uh, what the idea that I think is stupid of paying for a hotel. I think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's fun just the idea to do that for like one night, you know? Yeah. Because it just, it breaks up the routine. So you don't have to drive anywhere, but it still is like what you do when you go out of town. Yeah. You know? I kind of just believe in the idea of like a staycation being literally say, I am not leaving the fucking house. For yeah. this amount of days, I will go full recluse. I don't have to shower for nobody. I can full be a, goblin mode. Yeah, exactly. No, because that's such that that's turning off such a part of your brain that's always there when that's, you're trying to be a functioning human being. Preston, that's the type of time I'm about to be on on break. Exactly. I'm about to be a goblin. Goblin mode. No, because <laughs> just getting up and like getting ready to go be a person interacting with other people in society can be exhausting. It is. You know? So just having some time set aside where you're like, I'm actually not going to come in contact with the outside world for the next two days alone. That's a successful staycation. You know? Yeah. Don't even cook for yourself. You know? Just, just say, fuck it. I'm ordering food. Two days in a row. Living life on the edge. Because I think, I think like, mental breaks like that, you know, because that's like, even then, you're not going anywhere. It's not a vacation. But you're not doing the shit that you normally have to do mm-hmm. just to survive. Yeah. All your time can just be spent relaxing. No driving. No getting ready to go anywhere. No leaving the house. It's funny that when I had more free time, the weekends would be a time to, you know, do stuff, get lit, yeah, do what I want to do. But now a lot of times what I want to do on the weekends, since it's Gobble my mode. two days of rest, I could just fucking, you know, I will have days like that Veg. where I just am super lazy. Couch potato type shit. Yeah. Frozen pizza for dinner type shit. Mm. You know? Yeah, and it's... Uh, I think that's important for self-care, being able to Genuinely. unwind. I think a lot of people don't really know how to unwind. 
I think yeah. a lot of people think that drinking alcohol is unwinding. That's worse. Maybe yeah. you should just do something that you like and that genuinely relaxes yeah. you. And no, the other you day, peace I, with yourself. I had played so many video games recently. I was like, I took a break to eat, and then I was kind of like, I don't even want to put video games back on. I think I'm actually gonna take a nap, and that's so out of character for me. But I just kind of got the slightest I'm tired feeling after eating a good lunch. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to lay down with the dog and relax. Turkey makes you do that. Uh, interestingly, it's supposed to be like tryptophan in the turkey that uh-huh. makes you tired. Yeah. There's more tryptophan in cheese than there is in turkey. That's why I'm so fucking lazy all the time. I yeah. fucking love my cheese. Cheese makes you lazy. <laughs> Cheese is my new anti-capitalist symbol. <laughs> Fuck the bourgeois. Eat cheese. Be lazy. Closing nah, that's what they want you to do. They want you to eat cheese. Don't pay for the cheese. Take the cheese. Take seize the cheese of production. <laughs> seize the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah is there anything else I wanted to bring out I think there was oh yeah oh yeah podcast recommendation for you guys oh my favorite annual podcast they do one podcast every year that's crazy where they watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 every year every year and talk about it. That is insane. And so they've been doing it since 2015 when the film came out. And so the day that this comes out, it's going to be 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. It's going to be their ninth That episode. is insane. They've almost been doing this for a decade. <laughs> so I think Oh it's God. it's a very entertaining podcast because they're not they're not like fans of Paul Mall Cop 2. They just torture themselves every year by doing this. And uh That's iconic. <laughs> they mix stuff up from year to year. Like one of them decided to play Dark Side of the Moon <laughs> while the movie was playing. Like on repeat? And and it perfectly he said it perfectly was two listens through that the movie length was and he thinks that the the album was designed to go <laughs> along with Paul Blart Markov too. That it was on purpose somebody time traveled it was like here watch this use it to inspire your fuck I'm inspired as fuck right now have you seen Paul Bar Mall Cop 2 yes bro do you remember anything about it I remember the fucking um what's the what's the mall cop hoverboards I remember him going uh, to the, the mall Segway. cop convention. Yeah, that's yeah. what in it was. And the Segways. In oh my Las God, Vegas. Segways. And, uh... Las Vegas Mall. 
and he stumbles the the part of the movie that they talk about the most is where he stumbles into this garden and this old dude's just playing the piano for nobody and there's this like it's played off the plants there's this like ostrich in there oh my and god it's beating the shit out of Paul Blart and the piano player just doesn't even React. recognize that Paul Blart's there. And so they talk about how they make up like conspiracy theories totally. about the movie. So the man playing the piano is the shadow man and and he's torturing Paul Blart for uh you know, you you've heard about like the Jungian shadow. What? It's like uh it's like the bad side of your psyche. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh the piano man is Nega Paul Blart. Yes. So That's wild. So listen to that. It's called Till Death Do Us Blart. And and they've signed themselves up for a life co- lifetime contract to do that. Is death. awesome. Uh, half half the crew does another podcast called the worst idea ever. They do that idea, the Paul Blart thing. Yeah, but they do it like every week, <sighs> and they do it with they do it for like a different movie every year. So they did like. Grown Ups 2 one every year, week for where they year. had to watch Grown Ups 2 every week and talk about it. That's fucked up. And it's called uh, The Worst Idea Ever podcast. That's like... Dude, that's like imagine how many things you would notice if you were watching the same movie every week. Yeah. For a year. And... <laughs> I think... Part of isn't there like forty some weeks in a in a year, fifty two, fifty two. Jesus, <laughs> that's fucked up. I could not watch anything fifty two times. And then he also watched. Uh, they also watched Sex in the City. Oh my God! One and two. Huh. For an entire year. And let me tell you, those movies are bad. Yeah. I've seen the movies. Okay. I've seen the show. I've seen a lot of sex in the city. (laughs) In my life. The movies are so bad. And re-watching movies where there's just like no attention to detail... There's not a ton of things to pick up on. Literally, it's ones. you watch it once, you you don't need to watch it again. But something like if you did that with Big Lebowski on yeah on watch fifty two, it would still be entertaining. You would still be seeing new stuff about it. I I could agree. Because there's also like, you know, it almost seems slower if you're really familiar with it. You know? Yeah. You're like, like this is nothing seems fresh. Yeah, you're kinda like you're watching it, you're already expecting the usual scenery, so you're more likely to see the smaller shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. That's like 
a thought experiment almost just to it see what comes of watching something 52 times a, a year. That's fucked up. That's also like you got to have a day of the week every week that is all right. Guess I'm watching Sex and the City 2. <laughs> yeah. Clear my schedule, <laughs> secretary. I got to go watch a movie again. No, what if they just like That's one of those I I want a theater to do that. Where it's just like this movie will play every week for the next year. That would they would create like a new religion based <laughs> on at a certain point. I think similar to a lot of indoctrination. No, I think that 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 Paul Blart one's gonna become a cult. That's gonna be the only thing that survives of humanity type shit. It should. The whole till death. All right. Anything else? I think that's everything. I think that's everything too. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy you Thanksgiving. Fucks. Indulge in excess. Yeah, for exactly. this one chance. This is the one chance you have to indulge in. Winter excess. is coming. Get those free calories where you yeah. can. Build up some fat storage. Yeah, you're not gonna need that summer bod till at least April. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. All right, it we'll said, be back. It said if you're me and going out of town for a week in December, somewhere warm. In which case, I'm about to look like a fucking hairless yeti out there. <laughs> God. Damn it. It always comes up so quick. Straight Sasquatch. Alright. We'll be back next Thursday. Look at how fucking big my feet are, bro. Like, isn't that kind of crazy? That's actually crazy because I have big feet. Yeah, both of our feet are big (laughs) as hell. You want to see some really big feet, though? The biggest feet? Uh, I'm about to show you my dad's feet. We went to the chiropractor the other day. I literally took a picture of his feet because he's such a fucking case study <laughs> look at how fucking big those feet are bro it's it's those not just flippers. i was about to say it's not just the foot it's the toes too yeah it's literally the fact that like it's it's primal it's like how we roast my grandfather because he's got like giant eyebrows like the brown yeah. muscle and so we'll just be like that's just his neanderthal like jeans i mean yeah you know just big ol chunk of eyebrow muscle. You want to know what the one thing I retained from biology class was? What? This is the last thing I promise. <laughs> if if you can move your ears, yeah. if you wiggle your ears, that means that you're part you're closer to Neanderthal than you are human basically. You're basically a fucking That's uh, crazy because you know who can wiggle their ears? My grandfather. There you go. There you go. I can too. So. Can you do it? You can do it a little bit. I can't it's, do it It's all. the muscles around here. It's really weird feeling. It is connected to your jaw. I can't do it at all. It's one of those like, <laughs> I can do it, but I can't tell if I'm doing it sometimes. Yeah, you do it a little bit. Yeah. You do it a little bit. It's like bit. the tip. Yeah. It, that's some... Well, it's also like if you're you not have that your, much of a Neanderthal. If you have all your like molars and shit, that's some you know like per that's uh what do they call it? Basically, like how some people have tails, 
and shit like that, where it's like not really genetically. It's like the you have to have it on both yeah. sides type shit. Imagine if you're in a homo, homo sapien sapien. <gasps> Superhumans. Goodbye, you fucks. <laughs>